This is the Healthcare Podcast, your B2B show for the best thought leadership in the industry, bringing you information, education, and inspiration, only on MarketScale. No industry, including sick care, can be fixed from inside. For every one hour that they spend on patient care, they're spending up to two hours on EHR data entry. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Curran. And before we dive into today's topic and really introduce our guests, I wanted to tell you a little bit more about the nonprofit that is doing this podcast today. It is Western Reserve Area Agency on Aging, and they're a private nonprofit corporation that aims to create a community that provides aging individuals and people with disabilities the opportunity to have their needs met with optimum choice, dignity, and maximum independence. And so we're going to dive in today and talk a little bit more about professional development. And we're going to do it with our two guests. First of all, we have Molly Vollmer. She's the Training and Development Specialist at Western Reserve Area Agency on Aging. Molly, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. And we also have Danielle Clay. She's the Manager of Training and Development at Western Reserve Area Agency on Aging. Danielle, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you. So today on the podcast, we're talking about professional development and really just that idea of continuing to better oneself, either professionally or in lots of different ways. And so uh, I wanted to start off here. And Danielle, let's let's direct the first question to you. Why is professional development within an organization such an important thing? I think it's important that each person is responsible for his or her own learning and his or her his or her own professional development and career advancement. Uh, According to LinkedIn's 2018 Workforce Learning Report, 93% of employees would stay at a company longer if it invested in their careers. So here at Western Reserve Area Agency on Aging, uh, we do give every employee certain dollar amount each year that they can use to take classes or courses to uh, develop their career and develop themselves professionally. Absolutely. And Molly, I wonder just if professional development is really an individual responsibility, um, but how much uh, do you really put an emphasis on creating a culture and foster that working environment where it's something that people want to do? They want to continue to improve themselves. How, How do you foster that idea within an organization? I think part of that comes from having each individual employee know from their first date of hire that is an expectation of the agency to continue to improve because the the reason any agency or organization is successful is based on the success of each employee. If each employee stops growing and stops learning, the agency cannot succeed in an ever-changing world. So the only way that any organization can, can just continue to be the best is to have employees that push themselves. And I think to create that culture, it starts the first day by laying out the expectation that we always continue to want better for ourselves individually because that will ultimately help our agency. Danielle, that was an incredible statistic that you had a second ago. 93% of employees would stay longer if their employer invested in their careers. Have you seen that really play out at WRAAA just in, in the way that um, employees feel valued uh, because there is that investment in their continued uh, education and continued development? Um, I think so. I think that we are unique in offering that to our employees. I can speak for myself that uh, this is the only agency that I've worked at that actually 
provided for my continuing education. Uh, I know that is a big part of um, why people work here. Uh, I've heard employees say that they really appreciate that and they really utilize those funds. So, uh, you know, we really try to encourage people to uh, use those uh, resources that are available to them to develop themselves. We also try to give them different opportunities here at the agency, whether it's bringing in different speakers from different community organizations so that they can learn about different and new topics, or we send them out into the community to go to different continuing education programs. You know, we try to give all of our employees many opportunities in many different settings so that they can develop professionally. Absolutely. Now, Molly, I'm going to guess that uh, professional development is not a one-size-fits-all type thing, that it can take on, um, you know, different different forms and looks different for different companies and for different individuals. What are some of the, some of the various forms that professional development can really uh, take on? Yeah, you're correct. It can actually range from simply having a conversation with your supervisor in a coaching manner to teach you how to maybe have time management that's more effective and efficient, or it can actually be going to a university. Uh, we have, we're lucky enough to have Cleveland State near us and Case Western Reserve where they have certificate programs. Or, you know, I was lucky enough I was able to go back to get my master's degree, you know, as I worked here. So there are so many ways that people can continue to grow professionally. So I, I know of individuals who are taking in courses on advanced Excel uh, processes. And those are all ways in which we grow to be more effective and efficient in our roles and duties here at the agency. Yeah, absolutely. Danielle, uh, how, how important is the idea of mentorship in an organization? Just uh, even if somebody is pursuing kind of the, the certificates or a master's degree or something like that, how important is it just for people that have been maybe in an organization longer or uh, has more experience in a particular industry? How, how important is it for them to then be able to impart wisdom just for the overall strength of an organization? Yeah, I think it's uh, extremely important. Uh, I think it's important when you are starting off to have a mentor, to have someone that you can look up to, someone that can answer your questions. Uh, you know, when you start in a new organization, you might feel lost. You might not know what to do, where to go. Uh, so it's really important to have that. And as you are developing yourself professionally, it's important to have a mentor that you can look up to and kind of guide you where you want to go career-wise. You know, within our agency, when there is a new employee, they get assigned um, to a team lead or to someone that can kind of stay with them during that orientation process so that they have one go-to person who can answer their questions and kind of show them a way uh, within their position. So it really helps for them to feel like they're not out there by themselves. They have the support that they need. Absolutely. So Molly, I want to hear from you just your individual journey. How, how has that uh, manifested itself in professional development? How have you really seen yourself grow throughout your career so far? So I've been at Western Reserve almost eight years and I've had five different 
uh, positions here that I've held from case manager to team lead, supervisor, now in training. And in each position that I've held, I've had a mentor. I've had somebody who made me feel supported and believed in and that I could accomplish more. And I believe having that and then also doing that with my own personal ownership of my professional development, going through and continuing my college education, getting certificates, doing those things has helped push me. And I think that's the key to professional development. It needs to be not only within each person, but they need to be supported by their organization. And that is exactly what Western Reserve is doing. Danielle, what about you? Tell me a little bit more about your personal story of of professional development. Sure. Uh, Like Molly, I have been here for several years. I started in 2010 as a case manager for the passport program. After doing that for several years, I was promoted to supervisor for the passport program and then the MyCare program, then was promoted to clinical manager for our Ohio Home Care Waiver program. And then uh, just recently, I have transitioned into the training and development department. So like Molly said, along the way, I've had people supporting me and encouraging me to take that next step in my career if I didn't have that um, I wouldn't be where I am today you know I wouldn't have had the courage to try for that next step in my career you know just stepping into the training and development department that's very different for me very different from anything I've done in my career but I needed to take that that leap, take that uh, next step, do something different, challenge myself. And I'm really excited for that next step and just want employees to take away from that, that, you know, if I can do it, if I can step into something different, so can they challenge yourself, see what you can do. Yeah, absolutely. And that, that kind of gets into my next question. And, uh, and Molly, maybe let's, let's start with you. How has your personal uh, journey of, pro- of professional development really helped inform um, how you help others understand uh, their need to do the same thing? Um, has that Has that kind of played itself out in that way at all for you? Yeah, so I do orientation for new hires, and on that first day, I discuss with them the expectations of professional development and how Western Reserve not only supports, but expects that we all work to grow as professionals. And I can use myself, and I have used myself as an example. I've shown them a template of my actual written uh plan of how I plan to continue to develop going forward. I show them that I have a one-year, three-year, and a five-plus-year plan on how I can continue to better myself professionally and for the organization and give them ideas of maybe how they can put that together themselves. Absolutely. Danielle, what about you? How, how do you see this, um, you know, how, how do you see your experience really manifesting itself and how you help others? Yeah, I've seen it, you know, already within the organization, you know, when I stepped into the role as manager, you know, helping the, the person who stepped into the position I had as supervisor, you know, helping her and seeing her grow and develop into that role. And, you know, I really enjoy helping others and you know being there if somebody has questions about their position their career development you know and I'm excited for 
this new role is manager of training and development because uh, that will help us as a department to help others with their needs and and where they want to go you know we're working on a training needs assessment and I know Molly and I are really excited to see the responses we get from our staff and what they see as their needs and like Molly said we her and I have both done our own uh career development plan so we have done it we know what our goals are and we're excited to work with um, our staff on what their goals are I think Danielle made a great point there at the end of the day our role is going to be supporting all of our staff in meeting their professional goals finding out where strengths lie and where needs or are can be identified so we can help people build their skills as much as possible. And I'm excited to see, like Danielle said, where we can go with this and what we can provide our staff. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm wondering just kind of at Western Reserve Area Agency on Aging, uh, what are some of the specific ways that you're able to help your employees uh, really develop professionally uh, in the healthcare field? What what are some of those areas? Uh, Molly, let's start with you. We are, I'm actually creating, and I know Danielle's been helping me, we're creating our own CEUs in-house between the two of us. Uh, we're bringing in speakers, have various backgrounds, whether it's you know somebody talking about drugs and addiction, talking about mental health issues, talking about interactions of drug medications and mental illness. You know, those are various topics we're doing. And then we're also linking uh, them to outside organizations that are providing them on a regular basis. Absolutely. Uh, Danielle, what, what factors are essential to you when you're creating a professional development plan or a training session for your employees? What things uh, are, are necessary and are uh, kind of the essentials for you when you're creating those plans? I think it when looking at different plans or different programs to create, we look at what the needs of staff are, what are they dealing with on a daily basis in their jobs and their positions. You know, we've already added some things based on earlier conversations with staff. You know, one of the things that staff had mentioned to Molly was they would like more trainings on mental illness so we have done that more on mental illness and mental health um, so it's really based on what the need is out there uh, you know what staff tells us they're dealing with every day and what they feel they could ha- need more information on yeah so Danielle just mentioned uh, that, that you're getting feedback Molly from from the staff just on what they feel like they need. Is there a formal way that they do that that you're collecting feedback on a regular basis just to understand their needs or is this more of an informal people come to you and they say, "Hey, Molly, we could really use some help in this area We've been pretty lucky I mean up until this point it has been informal. Our staff have been very honest with us. they feel free to come to us and let us know, hey, I'm really interested in this or I got information on this type of training. Could we bring something like that? However, based on this needs assessment, we will be able to formally address where there's a greater need. So, I mean, we've been blessed that staff are very honest with us because at the end of the day, we are there for them and that's what we need to be. But yes, we are working towards that formal needs assessment, which will help us identify exactly you know, what additional resources may be needed. 
Yeah, absolutely. Now, uh, Danielle, I'm curious, just are employees primarily seeking skills that are very specific to their job uh, at Western Reserve Area Agency on Aging, or are they more interested in general skills that uh, will help continue to improve them going forward, whether they stay there forever or if they move on? Like like maybe Excel training, like you mentioned earlier, can be applicable in a lot of different areas. Um, so is is there a specific area that they're looking for, or is it more general? I think it's a mixture of both. I think, you know, as they are doing their day-to-day job and certain issues come up, then that is, you know, foremost on their mind. So that is one thing that they'll come to us with. You know, one of the things that has been brought to my attention recently is, you know, now that, um, the state has uh, legalized medical marijuana. That is a topic that our staff have a lot of questions about. So that is one, you know, very specific based on recent um, changes to the laws. Uh, But then there are more general needs like Microsoft Office, uh, Microsoft Word, Microsoft Excel, you know, so that are those are things that people need that they can use yes in their job here but then also you know maybe future positions or in their personal lives as well so like i said i think it's a mixture of both yeah we're in a very unique space because we have those skills that are transferable when it comes to computer-based skills you know how to have conversations with people but we're also unique in that we work in a nonprofit where we have to work every day with individuals who have mental health needs, who may be facing issues you know, due to poverty or old age or disability. So we also have this human side where we have to remain culturally diverse and remain aware of po- policies and laws and things that affect each individual that we do serve. So I think we do see a large mixture, like Danielle said, of all of those types of professional developed skills being needed. Yeah, absolutely. I, I want to close just by hearing from, from both of you on this. Um, just what, uh, Molly, let's start with you. Just what is the most rewarding aspect of what you get to do on a regular basis? Strangely enough, people might think I'm kidding, but it really is seeing people excited to learn. I will be one of the first to admit I am a massive nerd. I love to learn new things. <laughs> I'm constantly reading or trying to do something new just to get additional information when I can see that what we're doing is triggering that excitement to want to learn more, having conversations about what new thing we can teach, that really gets me excited. That's why I love orientation. I love getting to inform people about what we do because what we do is so great. And when I can see them get excited about what we do, it makes every day worth it. Absolutely. Danielle, what stands out to you just as, you know, the most rewarding aspect of what you get to do? Uh, my answer is probably going to sound a lot like Molly's, but, um, you know, I have to agree just um, being excited to see people want to learn, want to, to, to develop and want to make themselves better. Uh, you know, each employee needs to be committed to their own development and um, seeing employees want to do that and being able to help them achieve that, um, that's very rewarding. You know, I, I believe that when each employee uh, is dedicated to improving themselves, then we will see an improvement in morale 
Uh, so just excited to see what we can do in this department in the future. Absolutely. Well, it's exciting to hear about what you're doing. And I know that, um, especially just with the statistics you cited earlier, I know that employees are always appreciative just of that opportunity to learn and improve themselves and continue to to get better at what they do. And so uh, you guys are doing great things. So Molly Vollmer and Danielle Clay, part of the training and development department at the Western Reserve Area Agency on Aging. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you. Thank you. We appreciate it. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Market Scale Healthcare Podcast. We have more great content just like this over at the Market Scale Healthcare Industry page. So if you go to marketscale.com, click on Industries at the top, and then scroll down to Healthcare, there you'll be able to find more podcasts just like this one, as well as written content and videos for you to enjoy. Thank you again for listening. I've been your host today, Tyler Kern. Until next time.